Tampa Bay Rays podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, my name is Kevin Weiss. I'm Ulysses Sembrano. And we're the hosts of the Locked On Rays podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thank you for making Locked On Rays your first listen every day. And remember, Lockdown Rays is free and available on all platforms, including YouTube at Lockdown Rays. Also, be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Lockdown Rays. And you can email us anytime, LockdownRays at gmail.com. Well, Ulysses, I think it's going to happen. I think that there is going to be a new spring training complex in Pasco County that may house the Rays for some sort of purpose and may eventually not just be a training development complex for the Rays, but also maybe 10 years down the line or so, a the, the spring training home of the Tampa Bay Rays. Pasco County instead of Charlotte County, $35 million, assuming that Ron DeSantis signs this item in the uh, Florida State budget. Uh, what are your thoughts on this? I love it. I love it. First of all, it gives you hope. By the way, how apropos that when the lockout is over, we can actually talk about spring training and spring training Oh, it's games. nice. A Ooh. contracted spring training schedule, which I'm okay with. I don't know if you necessarily need 32 spring training games. Yeah, no, I, I don't know if you need that many games, but I, I do feel like there should be more within team building and more, you know, the guys getting to know each right. other and all that. I think I would, I would chop more games for that matter. Yes. I think that matters more, uh, the training and, and development and all that of, of the group. Uh, but going back to your question. Yeah. I love it. It gives you hope that the talks are going well for the race to move to Tampa to Hillsborough County. Uh, if you want to develop a, $35 million or however much money it's going to end up costing mm-hmm. there in, in Pasco County. Pasco County is growing and you know this for a fact, Kevin. Yes. And just like the rest of Tampa Bay, why wouldn't you want to solidify that fandom that's already here and create something that's going to be closer to the eventual stadium so they only have to have a, what, 40-minute ride, a, a, a pitcher that yeah. is rehabbing would only ha- would could be in the dugout the same day that he trained with the trainers in Pasco County. Like, right. I think that's fantastic. Yeah. And look, I know there's always people that are going to poo poo. Why is the state or why is the government subsidizing professional sports? Um, okay. I get that argument and yes, the Rays would be using this facility, but it's not just, it's not just for the race. It will also, there's going to be multiple fields that will be used for youth and amateur tournaments and events and regular programming. It's not just, right. Oh, we're built, we're building this $35 million structure facility and it's only the rays that can use it. Uh-huh. It will also be, uh, I mean, it it will be a public use facility in some shape or fashion as well. So I think that's, that's something that needs to be put out there as well. That is not just, Oh, uh, Pasco County or rather the, uh, the state is building a edifice for the rays to use all the time. I think that's the way that it'll always be framed because that's just the way that that rhetoric is. But I'm, I'm, I'm glad that you're saying that. And of course, 
also the opportunities that come with um, job creation too. You know, people tourism exactly, yeah. and tourism too. I mean, Tampa Bay is growing, like I said, like at, at an alarming rate. Even people that are listening to this might have even better numbers that I could even pull out right now. But isn't it like six thousand people a month yeah. are moving to Tampa? Like something stupid like that. It's it's yeah. it's MLB the show type numbers. What's happening to Tampa? And you can see it in your rent. You can see it in your mortgage payments. Everything. It, it, it's it's insane what's happening with Tampa. So. Yeah. Um, I think it's a, a great move by 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 the, the organization to try to cement that and and do it in a way that can give hope to people that the team is not going away. Yes, um, and, and so that gives me a lot of hope. Um, I'm just going to put it out there. Yes, it is yet to be signed to the budget, but um, I'm like 99.99999 percent sure that uh, this is going to get through kevin you're in the weeds uh, of uh-huh. this so how how long until we know that it's going to be signed because i'm i like the percentage there of confidence yeah. but i need a date do you know what is the date that this could potentially become a reality i don't know the exact date but i'll just frame it like this so the 35 million dollars the plan was proposed by uh state senator danny burgess a republican from zephyr hills and um that's obviously in Pasco County. What is also in Pasco County is the, that is the home of Florida Senate President Wilton Simpson. And Ron DeSantis, not to get too into politics here, but uh, Ron DeSantis and Wilton Simpson are buddy-buddy. They get along. Uh, ah. And also, Ron DeSantis played college baseball. Yeah, he's a baseball player, yeah. So uh, this is getting through. <laughs> this, this isn't getting if it gets the blessing of Danny Burgess and it gets the blessing of Wilton Simpson, it is, you can be damn sure it's going to get the, uh, the blessing of Ron DeSantis. So I'm just going to frame it like that. I don't know when the exact date of when DeSantis can uh, veto or approve it. I don't have that exact timeline in mind. Okay. But um, I would just be willing to bet that uh, it's going to get I think that's a great thing for Rays fans to hear yeah. that this is going to happen. It's going to keep that fandom alive here. Mm-hmm. I mean, we, we talked about when, when two years ago or whatever, after the Ebor stadium went, uh, fell through how, Hey, have it in Lakeland or Hey, have it yeah. in Wesley chapel. I think this is a fantastic opportunity to expand from Hillsborough to Pasco to maybe even Polk County by having yeah. that spring training right there in Pasco County. I think it's a fantastic idea. Yeah. Honestly, um, the, the, the Pasco growing with baseball and with the Rays, I sugar honey iced tea you not. Mm. All right. That stadium would be sold out. I think Pasco County, Hillsborough County, Polk County are just, they want yes. baseball. I saw it when I went to the USF game. I, there's just this thirst for baseball, not having to cross a damn bridge. Oh, yeah. And so I think a lot, that spring training game, when it happens, hopefully that it happens, I think it would be a, a sellout. Um, let's also frame it like this uh, where the ballpark or where the facility is proposed to, be built uh, i think near starkey ranch 54 that's not too far from wesley chapel where's everybody and their mother and brother and cousin moving to families yes fluent families they're all moving to wesley chapel yeah and a lot of those families a lot of those kids uh a lot of those parents grandparents they grew up with baseball and they grew up and they came from somewhere else so 
Um, isn't Wesley Chapel one of the the the, the highest median household uh, disposable income? Whatever in the Tampa Bay area, Tampa and it's Bay also area? I think the fastest growing community, not just in the state but in the country as well. It just makes sense, and so yeah. this <laughs> I'm so happy that something is making sense for the race and for baseball, and I think this is a good thing for race fans. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Uh, there's a couple more items we want to get to on this matter, but for first uh, we have to tell you a couple things, uh, like Mission Impossible. It is written and read by New York Times bestselling author and athlete Tim Tebow, uh, which encourages you to find your inspiration, pursue your purpose, and create a life for yourself that counts. So ignite a new spark in your life through this new inspirational listen. Mission Impossible, or Mission Possible, I should say. Was I saying Mission Impossible the entire time? I don't know. It's Mission Possible. I'm yes. just going to frame it like that. I God, uh, not... Not uh, Tom Cruise, Tim Tebow. Mission Possible. Yes. Mission Possible by Tim Tebow is available everywhere where audiobooks are sold. Um, okay, Ulysses. So with all this uh, news coming about, uh, question here. Mm-hmm. Come, I'll say 2030. Come 2030, the Rays are playing their spring training games and their uh, spring training schedule where? Are you saying 2030 because the Port Charlotte lease ends in 2028? Perhaps. Okay. I think that's when it right after, yes. after the Trump. Um, yeah, I think they're playing at Pasco and okay. and they're playing their major league games in Ybor City for 81. I, I like think, it. I, I, I honestly, I think that's the way that it's being built in everybody's heads right now. Yeah, it it makes a lot of sense. I think it makes a lot of sense, and it just I feel like it'll be easier for and also down the line the line this could also mean that not only do the rays have a spring train home but also minor league team yeah playing there because you already have dunedin lakeland tampa clearwater we can even go as far as bradenton and i mean you could have the, the low a or the high a team for the rays playing in Pasco County. And what if you you noticed all of those cities, what region is missing? That Pasco County. Yes. That top, that that uh, East Hillsborough, Northeast Hillsborough County. It's like kind of right in the center of it all. Yeah. Exactly. I think that's just, that's, I, I think it's to be a punch in the yeah. face and in a good way um, to, to be able to capitalize on that. I, I'm really excited. I mean, this would be one of the most, if not the most popular attraction right. in all of Pasco County. To me, it just, it's weird in one sense because I find it, it's difficult enough to get to the trop, but now you're asking a Tampa resident, Tampa Bay resident to go to Port Charlotte to go to the spring training games. Like you're you're making me going all over the map here. At least keep me in this 30, 45 minute window. And I feel like that's a perfect area to be able to do all that. Now, of course, the Rays, they're not, you might not draw as much out-of-state tourism if you're Pasco County because the Rays are, you know, a hometown team as opposed to, say, you know, the Phillies or the Yankees set up shop in Pasco, but you're still going to draw fans from those other organizations into your community and spend money and maybe, you know, make a weekend of it or whatever it may be. So what's a cheaper Airbnb, Kevin, one in Pasco County or one by the beach? That's a good point. So if you're going, if you're a Toronto Blue Jays fan and you're like, Oh, I want to be next to Dunedin, but you know what? I could also catch the Jays in Pasco County because it's cheaper. And again, it's not just all about pro baseball here. It's all, there's also the youth and amateur aspect that's tied into this. And that's also, 
part of what Pasco County's messaging is as Florida Sports Coast. They've already got a great indoor basketball multi-sports complex. They've right. got a they've got a great hockey complex, tennis complex. I mean, they they've basically got everything except for baseball. Which and, is unbelievable because yeah. you're in Florida. Yeah. And Tampa Bay is sort of that the community is sort of tied with baseball, of course. Yeah. And there's so many ball players that live in the Odessa area and Lutz area. So you can pull from that. You can do so much community building and outreach with yeah. present players, retired ball players, coaches, whatever it may be. I mean, you, you bring in some high school teams to, to train at the complex. You can really do a lot, bring in the local college teams. I mean, you know, create, create something for PHSC. I, there, there's, look, I know people are going to complain about the, like I mentioned before, the, the subsidizing pro sports organization. Right. I get that. But again, I'm always, we're, somebody's always going to have a problem with how their tax dollars are spent. I don't necessarily want my tax dollars spent on a $11 million performing arts center. I don't necessarily want my tax dollars spent right. on, uh, you know, the manatee population or oysters, but that's what it's spent on. So at least, you know, give me something here that I can enjoy. So I'll take it. And never, I'll take it. Never did I ever thought we would talk about oysters in, in Locked On Race. Uh, but I mean, we, there's millions this, in the budget for oysters this year. Look, so. I, I, I love that you're you're giving that youth baseball aspect uh, a little bit of a spotlight. And softball, too. Softball. Yeah. I should also mention softball, not just baseball. Because, again, what's the biggest thing about the race? Oh, there's no fandom. There's no fandom. Get them while they're young. That youth aspect. It, you don't think a 10-year-old being you know asked to being play or to practice yeah. or or an a baseball academy to be oh man I'm, I'm playing where the pros play or right next to the field where the pros play like and you see the rays and, and they get excited about that and then they can latch on to that team and maybe the rays could be really smart and give out t-shirts and yes. hats and all that for, for, for the academies or the youth teams that play uh, uh, there and to get that fandom and for them to get connected to the team to this maybe the, the spring training team maybe the mlb team or even the the, the low a team yeah. whatever gets to play there i think that all is is just the right way to growing the game and growing the fandom which obviously you need to do as a young team because I know that it's 1998 seems like a you know a long long time ago, right. but for a fan base to grow and to multiply and to have tradition, that takes a long long time. And now it is now the time where kids that were fans of Wade Boggs and McGriff and and all and and, and Miguel Cairo, yes. okay, those kids that saw those players play at the Trop, now they're having kids. Yeah, like it takes a long time to, for that to grow. So I think making this Pasco spring training um, facility, having the youth there, making that connection, I think would only be yeah. a good thing for the race. And let me just say this. Uh, if and when a minor league team gets involved in that facility, uh, I want to be in on the, the name. I want to be in on the team name. Let me, you know, give me a vote. Okay, do you have something in mind? Or right now, I, I don't want I to do, put you in the it's spot. Not, it's not but... nice. I, I need to brainstorm it because okay. I... Okay. Oh, that would be a good episode too. Yeah. What would you name for your Pasco. minor league team yeah, for Pasco County? Yeah. Yes. Oh, oh boy, we could have fun with this. I mean, 10 years ago, we'd say the, the Pasco Pillheads, but we got to change that. It's, we have it's different. Yes. Yeah, but yeah. I don't know. The Pasco Scallops, I mean, they're trying to become more of a scalloping community. Something with... Uh, we can't we can Marlins this though. We can't Marlins No, I think this. it might... It's going to have to probably be some sort of water life creature, maybe. All right. All right. Well, you know, uh, maybe it might have to be an episode. It might Here, be an episode. Let me also say this, that 
the ballpark, I think it should be named Built Bar Ballpark. I think that would be the perfect name for it. That's the logo of Built Bar as you enter the gateway of the thing. Welcome to Built Bar Park. That, but that's not it, Kevin. Mm. I want to tell you how you can save time and money, and that's by using a Rock Auto. Why choose to spend 30, 50, or even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or a car dealership? That don't make no sense. So Rock Auto is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers like yourself for over 20 years. Their prices are reliably low for every customer. They have everything you could ever need, brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Go explore their easy-to-use website today to find the solution to your auto part needs. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Write Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. Ulysses, speaking of spring training and all that we've discussed, um, yeah, should note that uh, the first spring training game is March 18th, mm-hmm. and instead of a 32 game spring training schedule, it'll be what uh, 19 game, 19 game exhibition schedule. Uh, have you looked at the schedule yet? I have it right in front of me, Kevin. Have you earmarked or circled games that you'll be going to? Um, I mean, it would be nice to see the uh, the reigning uh, World Series champions, the Atlanta Braves. Okay. So that would be fun. Um, also, it would be fun to see a victory. Uh, so maybe kick a butt in Bradenton by the Pittsburgh Pirates. Okay. That'd be fun. If there's only one game you can go to. Okay. On between March 18th and April 6th, which I should note April 6th will be an exhibition game against the Phillies at Tropicana Field. Which game would you be going to? Uh, I would have to be on the weekend. Okay. So uh, Saturday or Sunday, right? Or Friday, exactly. So then it would leave. I would, you know, I think uh, the the Braves. I think I'd I'd rather go see the Braves because Minnesota and the Red Sox. I'm going to go see them anyway. You know, the, the American League team. So I would, yeah. I would like to see a National League team. And honestly, between the Phillies, the Braves, and the Pittsburgh Pirates, tell me what's more quality there. Good I'll point. take the Braves. What I would like to do. I've been to Charlotte Sports Park, and I would like to go again, but. I would really like to try to make it out to a ballpark I have yet to explore, like the Atlanta Braves ballpark in Northport. Mm -hmm. And I have also, I've never been to uh, Fenway South, I guess, (laughs) in in Fort Myers, Uh, nor I don't think I've ever been to... Uh, where the Phillies spring training is Clearwater. I don't think I've been to a game there either. Oh, okay. So I've got some options. Yeah, you do. I've got some options. It's just about uh, figuring out where I want to go. I'd like to try to schedule it to where I can maybe make a weekend down uh, to my parents' place in Cape Coral and catch a couple games. Maybe if there's Minnesota a game on a Friday and a Saturday or Saturday and a Sunday. Yeah. You know, I could I could technically catch. I mean, for. Where my parents live, that's kind of ideal territory for spring training. It really is. With Port Charlotte, Northport, Fort yeah. Myers. I, that's the, so I, I might have my pick of the litter. You could have I a full-filled so, weekend with, of, yeah. of spring training baseball. But So watch you, out, Neil Solons. I'm coming for you. <laughs> I'm coming for you. Do you like the concentrated pod uh, thing that they're doing, um, you know, just – regionally for, for spring training? Like, you know, they're not playing the Yankees. Or yeah, not playing. I, I understand it. 
for what they're going through now, but in a normal spring training, if you're going to have 32 games, I prefer you. I know it's not great for the bus drive and you got to kind of go all over Florida a little bit, but yeah, I would like you to kind of go around the Tampa Bay area and, and play those teams too. Okay. So that's how I, I see it anyway. I think with the change in schedule in 2023, that won't matter to me as much because you'll get to see them anyway in in, yeah. in games that matter. But for spring training, yeah, I agree. It would be, it would be in other circumstances, it would be nice to right. see uh, you know all, all of the teams go go pass through. Yeah, and especially if you've, I mean, there's some people that get season tickets to spring training. Yeah, that exists. They don't want to see the same five teams. No. They no. want to see different teams. That's kind of part of the deal, too. That's the whole sh- shebang. Yeah. So it's it's interesting from that perspective. Um, okay, moving along here. Uh, we did mention that spring training, the first game, will start on March 18th. Yeah. And the question is, will a race player be traded by March 18th, by the time of the first spring training game? Uh, yes or no? I need a yes or no. Well, first of all, should we do a, a, a warning label on this episode as well? Because oh yes, we uh, disclaimer, disclaimer disclaimer. We are recording this episode on ten twenty two a.m. on uh, Saturday, March twelfth. Uh, so so with this knowledge, yes, on Saturday, March twelfth, in the morning. Yeah, I, I do think somebody's going to be traded before March eighteenth, which is such. Which honestly, uh, it's such a punch in the face to that player. Yeah, so, lockout's over. Goodbye. Nice it's to- like we've been waiting. We've been waiting yeah. just for that moment to be able to trade you. God, that would really yeah. suck. Because they're like, dude, you couldn't have told me the the minute their name and likeness comes back online that yeah. they're getting shipped off. Their picture comes alive in their gray avatar. Look, I I that's why I think somebody's getting traded, and I know that, and I think that player knows it. Like they, they're, they're, they've told that player, Hey, or play yours. Hey, we're shopping you around. Okay. Just so you know, when this lockout happens and then it comes back alive, don't get too comfortable because Did, we don't want to be bad. What you're humans. trying to say is to not get anybody in trouble that they contacted this player after the lockout ended. No. Oh, beforehand, beforehand, or before December the, 2nd, okay. no, before December 2nd, they told the three, four, five, seven players that okay. they have. Hey, we're shopping you around. Don't get, don't go crazy. We I don't might. know. I feel like I get that, but I also feel like that is just such a gut punch that, like, if you're a player, like, why would you continue to want to work hard or take input from the organization at that point? Well, because you know that the next organization that might have you, but again, they're not telling you we're going to trade you. They're going. Yeah. They're saying, hey, there is a possibility that you're. That's gonna such a mind effort, though, because. If you've got a family mm-hmm. and you have kids mm-hmm. and you have, that's what you're thinking about, where am I going to move? Mm-hmm. And you're just in a holding pattern. Like, yeah. I feel like, yeah, you've. What's worse though, a holding pattern for three months, at least knowing, hey, I might, or not knowing at all. And then lockout ends. And in three days, hey, you're traded. Knowing bleep. For, I don't know. I might dump you and that keeps going on for three months and that's all you're thinking about or it just it's ripping the band-aid off. So that's if you are watching this on YouTube, please let us know on the on the comments what you would rather uh, in, in what camp would you rather be? The one that knows for three months or the one yeah. that, hey, all right, got to go. Uh, and again, prefacing all this that we are recording early. Yeah. Who is that player or players? I have a podium. Okay. Uh, I have two establish major leaguers and one prospect okay 
Austin Meadows. He's your number one. Are you going three to one? Uh, three, three to, to one. one. Okay, three to one. Austin Meadows could sell high of sorts. Uh, Universal DH is very intriguing. Yes, he is about not below average defensively. I think either below average, just about, or average defensively in the outfield. So, you know, I think the Universal DH helps him yes. get a little bit more more teams attracted to him. There's a bigger pool for his services. Um, so he's on my podium. Okay. Uh, Kevin Kiermaier, obviously. Okay. Just monetarily, you can offload his salary. Um, I think that's, I think at his best, $12 million is more than fair for what he brings to the team. The question is, yeah. will the bat, if, if the bat plays the same as last year, $12 million is more, is, is a fair salary for Kevin Kiermaier. Right. And okay. if we're going on the on the hey, the Rays are going to be spending more money, then twelve million dollars should not be something stringent to keep the face of the franchise throughout yeah. the bad lean years. Okay, but my uh, my number one uh, is Vidal Bruhan. Oh, okay. Uh, he's still a highly touted prospect. You're finally, getting on board with when I brought that up a long time ago. And that was all poo-pooed, and now you're coming back around. It's He's got shine on him. You should get a nice piece for the right price, for the right GM that picks up that phone call. I would love if he could become a major leaguer for the race. I think he's going to be really good. However, we've talked about you can't just stockpile these guys. Yeah. Some of them either make room from the top or you're going to have to trade them. Yeah, and I think Vidal Bruhan could be that guy that, unfortunately, if you're looking at Josh Lowe, if you're looking at him, and then you're looking at Taylor Walls, I think Taylor Walls has the edge on the other two, on getting more playing time in 2022. Yeah. He will be like that Joey Wendell type. So I don't think you want to deal Taylor Walls because you sort of have. Uh, I mean, you've got more of a glut in the outfield compared to the infield. So then, so then Vidal Bruhan just seems like the odd man out right now for me. Yeah. Because Josh Lowe will be the eventual Kevin Kiermaier. We know this. It doesn't have to happen this season. It doesn't have to start right away, him being a, a center fielder. Hello. Yeah. Kevin Kiermaier was a right fielder, people. Let's remember that, okay, uh, in his first year. So Josh Lowe is not taking center field in his first game. Right. Okay, that's not happening. That's Manny Margot and Brett Phillips if Kevin Kiermaier gets straight. Exactly. You ease that in. Vidal Bruhan doesn't have an exact position. And maybe that's good in, in certain cases but in this one it doesn't give him an exact path yeah um no tyler glass now on this podium no he's staying uh i agree because for one considering all the circumstances around this season teams in my opinion don't have the luxury of they're trying to build a team right now they're trying to put a roster together right now they can't think about uh, what, uh next season what uh, uh no they want pitchers and they want available players right now in free agency I see Tyler Glass now more of maybe a trade deadline deal or off-season deal, or he just stays with the Rays through the rest of his arbitration years. I don't think Tyler Glass now is going to be wearing any type of other MLB uniform until 2023 is over. That's fair, too. That's fair, too. I just don't think – I think there's definitely several other guys on the list to be traded before Tyler Glass. Do now. you have a podium? I don't know if I have a podium per se, but I definitely think Kevin Kiermaier is on the outs. I think Kevin Kiermaier is more likely to be traded than Austin Meadows at this point. Okay. 
I, I, I would think that the Rays would want a really, really, really good deal for Austin Meadows. And it we almost, agree. in order to trade Austin Meadows, it has to be one of those need for need trades. Okay. We're trading Austin Meadows. Give us a really good right-handed bat. Give us yeah. a power bat. Yeah. Give, give us that first base type. Give us that Garrett Cooper plus something else, maybe something along those lines. Uh, I do have like Manny Margot on here. But that's just because if Kevin Kiermaier doesn't get traded, I feel like he might be the next guy mm-hmm. to go. Yeah. That's $5 million that you know comes off the books. But I feel like they're really trying to push Kevin Kiermaier. I'm also – I'm just going to throw this out there. I don't think necessarily by March 18th, but sooner rather than later, something's going to happen to G-Man Choi. Something's going to happen to G-Man Choi. Jonathan Aranda, if he continues to make progress – You've got other corner infielders on the come up like Curtis Mead yes. and Austin Shenton. And if the Rays were absolutely serious about Freddie Freeman, maybe they're serious about other uh, flashy type uh, players that play first base. I, I, I um, like that. I, 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 like I said last year, I am no longer uh, speculating on G-Man Choi's uh, future. <sighs> Because I've been wrong no way comment. too many times. So, yeah. you know what? For now, I'm just going to say G-Man Choi is yeah. going to be forever array. So, there it you, is. You just won't comment on G-Man Choi. We have he, no further comment on G-Man Choi. We have no comment. I do not Very recall. Good. All right. Uh, what was it? I misremembered. I misremembered. Yeah. Mis- uh, all right. Thank you uh, for listening to the Locked on Rays podcast. Uh, well, I said that weird. Locked on Rays podcast. <laughs> it's a Saturday morning. There Sorry. you go. Uh, make sure you make your second listen to the Locked on MLB podcast. That's also a good listen to check out. And the MLB Prospects podcast. That's a fun one, too. Uh, hope you all have a wonderful day. Stay safe, and we will talk to you again soon.